Have you ever thought about what it's like to have a spring clean? Or perhaps you go into a space and you're like, I need to clear everything that is in here. And when you finish, you feel that fresh air that has come through to your lungs and you just feel lighter. You feel better. You feel more energized. That's exactly the kind of thing we need to be doing every now and again. I am Dr. Dini. I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and the host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And today we're going to be talking about well-being, practical things that we as mothers can do as we combine work, business with motherhood. Motherhood is beautiful. And even though we all experience different challenges, there are things that we can do on a daily basis to support each other, to ensure our well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. So stay tuned, grab your favorite drink, and have a listen to this episode. There are certain times that we need to do a bit of an audit. There are certain times we need to evaluate where we are and let go of things that are not serving us. This is following on from a previous discussion about mindfulness. Mindfulness is beautiful. It's just being present in the now. It's when your mind is full of the present moment, which is great. There are certain times in that process of being present in the now, we need to take some certain actions. And this is the action part of it. So there are three things I like to share when it comes to clearing out, doing an audit and actually moving forward, lighter, feeling more energized. I remember there was a time when I wanted to do some movement. So I was moving from a house to another. And this was a big move because I needed to ship things across. So I wasn't just moving from um, a house down the road to another house down the road. It was, I needed to pack things up and have them shipped across. So because of that, I needed to do a lot of tidying up, getting rid of things I did not need and letting those things that I perhaps were going to use uh, be kept so that I would have access to them when I reached my destination. At the end of the day, I found out that there were so many things I had to throw away. So many things I needed to get rid of. Some of them I threw away. Some were things I gave out to others as charity donations or something. And there were some that really I, I had no business having. And I thought to myself, how did this get to me? But there must have been a time when, when I bought that thing or received that thing as a gift, I felt it was so valuable. That is exactly how we feel every now and again. So constantly looking at our lives and saying, hey, what is that thing that I'm going through right now? What is that thing I have in my space right now? Is it serving me? Is it not? And then taking action based on it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So the three areas I look at when it comes to this audit is number one, things. Okay. Things are physical things. It could be your phone. It could be a device. It could be a toy. It could be your games. It could be um, an activity as well. So perhaps you like it's clubbing or drinking or smoking or um, watching Netflix or 
surfing the internet, those are things that are classified under things. So physical items or activities. The second set are ideas. These ideas relate to your thoughts, your beliefs, because you know your thoughts kind of become your beliefs. Some of the things that have been passed down to you from, say, your cultural heritage, your parents, your upbringing, all these things that flow in your mental space and the, also the way you view yourself as your identity, because the ideas you have contribute to how you view yourself. And the third are people. So I'll go through how I um, look at it. And you see, when you know something, when you want to make some changes, you want to take a stand, take some steps, you need to ask the right questions. Because when you ask the right questions, you will get the right answers and be able to move on from there. This is very important, especially being a family doctor. When I have patients come in to see me, the first thing I do is to ask questions. And by asking those questions, they give me the answers. I'm able to sift through them, put together a diagnosis or a group of differential diagnosis, then create a management plan with the patient. You are your own doctor. You are going to get the information, you are going to sift through, and then you will come up with a management plan that works for you. So while, of course, this is a talk we're having, it's not prescriptive, okay? You need to pick the parts that work for you and utilize them accordingly. Another very important thing I need you to recognize is that you are the CEO of your life. You see, many people are thinking that somebody's going to come save them. Nobody's coming. And some people also think, and for a long time, I thought that if I just did as I was told, uh, everything will be fine. People will be happy with me. Nobody will criticize me. I soon discovered that no matter what you do, you will be criticized. You will be told off. You will be told you're not doing enough. You are not enough. And mothers, that's a constant song that people sing to us. You're not good enough. You're not enough. How do you deal with that? I'll talk about that in another episode. But in this episode, we're going to talk about audits. So we'll start with the things. What are those physical things in your space? And when you talk about the physical things in your space, it could be a device. It could be um, or an activity. Pick one. Okay, so I could make an example as my mobile phone. Okay, so my mobile phone is a good example to make use of. So there are three questions you need to ask for each of these items. Okay, the first one is, is this aligned with who I am? So my mobile phone, is it aligned with who I am? Well, I am a digital creator. I'm an influencer. I need to connect with my people online, on social media, to pass the message of empowering men to mothers. So it is aligned with who I am. Excellent. So I'm not going to throw it away. I'm not going to give it out. Okay. Now, 
The next question is, is this aligned with who I want to be? Huh? Now that's a big question because you might be someone now, but maybe you're not fully wanting to remain as you are, but you want to be better. You want it to be different. You're looking forward at a goal, an outcome, a desired identity. Look at what you have with you. Is it aligned with who you want to be? If it is not, you may need to get rid of it. Okay. The third question is, can I give to this thing without energy drain? Now, that's a very good question. So in line with my first example, which is that of a phone, can I give to this phone without energy drain? Well, the answer is yes. Why? Because there are certain times I can say, hey, you can only use your phone for a couple of hours on social media. Yes, I know you need to engage with people on social media, but there are times you need to just go create your stuff, engage with people, get off social media. Don't just keep scrolling through every reel or idea or video or cats or dog video. Seriously, that is so important because while a phone is a useful device, you can give time to it, give energy to it, and it drains you. That is the moment when you get sucked into the drama. That is when you get sucked into the emotional turmoil. So in that kind of scenario, you make a decision. You see how my phone could also be something that I would say, oh no, I'm not going to get energy drained because I know how to use it. Okay. I'll get to that a bit later. So those are the three questions you ask. And this is an example for things. The second aspect of audits that you would need to look into are audit of your ideas. Oh, now that's a big one. Why? Because we as mothers have these thoughts going in our heads. And for some reason, based on past beliefs, past experiences, what people have said to us, we start to believe them. So these are thoughts and then there are words and then we start to put those beliefs in there and those things become a bit more concrete. Now, it's good when somebody has been telling you, you're awesome, you're great, you can do this and you believe it. It's great because it's an empowering belief. But in a situation whereby you've been told you're nothing, you can't make it, you're rubbish, that is a limiting belief. And there are times when you need to very regularly Go through the ideas you have in your head, the thoughts, the words, the beliefs, and work through them. Same process, same questions. Now, I'm going to put these questions in the show notes, okay? So don't worry about it. If you, if you perhaps are driving at the moment or you are in the gym, you're working out or something, don't worry. Come back and have a listen to this. You can also take notes when you come back. The, the questions I am asking are in the show notes. So for the ideas, number one question is, is this idea aligned with who I am? Only you can answer that, okay? The second one, and I could give you an example of an idea. I'm not good enough. A lot of mothers struggle with that thought. I'm not good enough or I'm not enough. 
Does that align with who you are? No. Let it go. Let it go. I mean, we need to start being more intentional about certain things. Number two, is this aligned with who I want to be? Now, there's some people that might say, is this aligned with who I am? And they feel, yes, it is because I really feel like rubbish. But if that is your situation and you're hearing my voice right now, I want you to just feel the heart and the hug I'm sending to you right now. As I look you straight in the eye, just imagine I'm looking at you and I'm saying to you, you are amazing. You are awesome. You are doing the best you are and can at this point. And even though you feel this way now, it's going to pass because you are going to change your belief structure to say you are worthy. You are enough. Okay. I know sometimes it can be tough. There are many times we beat ourselves up. And if maybe you've got the uh, third set of things you need to audit, like we're going to talk about in a bit, people who are constantly saying negative things to you, you almost start to believe those negative ideas and it stays ingrained. But you're constantly saying, I'm amazing. I'm awesome. It starts to align with who you want to be. And it then becomes aligned with who you are right now. Okay, so that's the reason why I always say every mom is a super mom, not because of the super things that she does, but because of the superpowers she possesses within. And so even on those days when you're under the duvet, you're crying, you are a super mom. So please do not belittle yourself. Do not degrade yourself. You are royalty. You are amazing. You are phenomenal. And because of those superpowers you have within you, my goodness, what can you not do? (laughs) Okay. So please look at those ideas that are holding you back. Those limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck. Please let them go. Okay. And then the third question is, can I give to this idea without energy drain? Now, (laughs) that's a good one because you see, you say to yourself, perhaps I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. What that is saying to you is not going to align with a higher vibration energy is going to be a low vibration energy. And that is in the place of either sadness, depression, fear, grief, guilt. All these are low vibration emotions. And does that drain your energy? Yes, it does. So if you have asked this question, can I give to this idea without draining my energy? And in this case, no. If you give in to this idea, it would drain your energy. Since that's the case, let it go. Okay. So that's another way you can do this audit. See, same questions. You can pick these different ideas, different things, and just analyze them. You see, something I like to do is to not just talk about the broad idea or just tell you stories, but to say, hey, you can try this. And this is really something you can do. Okay. Because when you believe that something can be done, it can be done. Was it Henry Ford that said this? If you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. 
Okay, so if hope you're enjoying this and if you are, please don't forget to download this episode, subscribe so that you don't miss out on any further episodes and please share this with another mother. You do not know who really needs to hear this and if they are hearing this, it will make a huge turn and a huge change for the better in their lives. Okay, so without further ado, I'm going to go to the third area that you want to do an audit and that's for people. <sighs> now you might wonder why am I sighing? There are some people in your life for a reason. And the moment they complete the reason they went in your life for, you can kind of go, okay, and they just move on. For example, I'll, I'll give an example. Um, if perhaps you were preparing for an examination, and it's probably a very tough examination. And maybe you you got enrolled for um, uh, some tutoring or some extra lessons. And the tutor was there coaching you through, giving you strategies to answer the exam questions. Or even, for example, you're, you're looking for a promotion at work and your tutor or your mentor is guiding you through and, you know, showing you the way. A time comes when you have maybe done the examination or done the interview and you passed and then you passed well and you move on. Guess what? When you are in that kind of state, guess what happens to you? You move ahead. Sometimes these people stay, but sometimes they fall off. They continue with their own trajectory on life. They were in your life for a reason. Okay. Now, there are some people who are in your life for a season. Now, that's a little different because you know how seasons go. We've got the winter and the autumn and the, I'm going backwards now, and the summer and the spring, okay? A time comes when summer becomes autumn. There are some people that are maybe at a time in your life that they are they're going through the um wonderful times. They're playing. You're enjoying yourself. They're there with you. Then when the hard times hit, you can't find them anywhere. <laughs> there are some people like that. And there's some people that they're not there when you're having a great time, but the moment sadness or difficulty hit, they're there. How can I help you? There are some people like that. So who are your people that are there for a season? And there's sometimes when you have someone who's there for a season and they have stayed a bit longer than the, the, the season. And it's great when so you have people around you. I mean, I don't have any problems having people around you, but are they still in alignment with who you are? So like we did with the previous areas that you're auditing, the first question you ask is, is this person aligned with who I am? That's a good question to ask. I remember when I was in, um, in, I won't say school, because when you graduate from medical school, you, you become a doctor and we have this year of internship. We call it the housemanship. So I had this one year, uh, I met so many people from all over. It was really an experience. And so I made new friends. So I didn't stick with the people I'd graduated with from medical school. So these new friends of mine, we sometimes went out together. Now, <laughs> uh, of course, they were all new friends. And I remember 
But we say, oh, let's go out. Um, uh, my idea of going out was we go for to maybe a restaurant and have a meal and have a chat and have a good laugh or maybe go to the cinemas or something. You know, I, I was thinking in those lines. Unfortunately, their idea of going out was go out to uh, a place and have some drinks and probably get drunk and then start, you know, moving around the road. And it just wasn't my idea at all. So these people were not aligned with who I am. I was at that time and I just mm, drifted away. Okay. So we'll see, Hey, how are you doing? But I knew that these were not the people that aligned with who I was. Okay. Now there are some times you need to also ask the second question. Is this person aligned with who I want to be? When I was in high school, we had this two sets of in high school, the junior set and the senior set. In the junior set, you had people just kind of put together. In my own school, people were arranged alphabetically and put in classes alphabetically in the junior set of high school. By the time we got to the senior set of high school, people were categorized into classes based on their subject choice. So we had the art subjects, so the people who wanted to do history, English literature, um, art, they kind of had a certain class that they were put into. Then there were the people that were like almost like social sciences. So they did economics and geography and uh, maybe a little bit of history, maybe. But those were some things that they did. And then there were people who were in the sciences. And that's where I was, because, of course, being, wanting to be a doctor, I kind of fell into that category. So those are the people that did the physics and the maths and the um, um, chemistry and the further maths. And I did all of them and I enjoyed it. But you see, there were some people who were in my junior high school and we're all friends and we're all together. and We're all, you know, having a great time. Unfortunately, um, as time progressed, we moved into the senior high. Everybody had chosen their different areas of specialization. Some of my friends decided they wanted to go into the, say, art roots. Some of them wanted to be lawyers. Some of them wanted to be sociologists. So they went into the social sciences route. And there were some that decided they wanted to do the sciences, either engineering or medicine. For those who were in the art section, we didn't really have any subjects together. So I didn't get to see them. These people were my good pals in junior high, but because they had a different aim in terms of career pathway, they did not align with who I wanted to be. And so there are some people that you might be with right now, but they do not align with where you want to go, who you want to be. This is not a situation of just cutting off ties. Oh, you don't align, chop out. No, this is being intentional, being mindful, being aware of what's around you, what is moving you forward, what is keeping you stuck, okay? I hope this is landing. I hope this is making sense. Now, the third question is, can I give to this person without energy drain? Now, I love this part. Why? Because many of us as mothers, especially, we give and give until that point where we almost drop because our cup is empty. <laughs> I was watching an interview once and this interview was very interesting. 
I can't remember the lady who was being interviewed, but she was asked the question. She said, they asked her, how is it that you give to people? And even though they don't give back to you, you don't feel upset. And she said, well, I don't feel upset when I'm giving to people and they don't give back to me because I am giving to them from my overflow. Imagine that I'm giving to them from my overflow. Do you know what I love about that? It's such an eye-opening statement. The moment I heard it, I thought to myself, my goodness, yeah, we need to give people from our overflow because when you're filled up and you're overflowing, if the person doesn't give back to you, that is fine because you're so full and you're overflowing. But how do we get to a point where we can be filled up to overflowing? It is by utilizing all these practical tools and tips and strategies that we share in the different episodes of this show. And also what you see on my social media platform and also the courses that we have in our membership space. These are ways by which you can fill your cup. Okay. And so very importantly, what are you doing every day? Sometimes people think that filling your cup is such a hard thing because you need to find the time and then, you know, concentrate and then hope that you are able to kind of get the energy filled into your system. But it couldn't be further from the truth. When you want to fill yourself up with good energy, enhance your energy and your well-being, it needs to come from a place outside of stress. So you're not clenched your, you've not clenched your jaw and squeezed your fingers and looking very intensely. You're relaxed. You're open. You're calm. And you can fill your cup easy that way. Okay. So look at the people in your life and think, can I give to this person without energy drain? If the answer is a very strong yes, I mean, by all means, that's great. It's either that person has a bit of giving you reciprocal energy or you're flowing from your overflow and you're giving from your overflow and it's blessing others and you're feeling the greatness flow. Now, the other thing is, if perhaps it says, uh, can I give to this person without energy drain? And the answer is a big no. That is a red flag because there are people who drain your energy. Sometimes they do it deliberately. Sometimes they do it unintentionally. I'm going to start with those who are deliberately trying to drain your energy. You remember how I spoke earlier about our vibrations? Our emotions have different levels of vibration. The low emotions, the low vibration emotions like fear and guilt and apathy and depression, all those ones are places we really don't want to be. Unfortunately, if you had an idea in your mind, I'm not good enough, I'm not enough. And there's someone that is constantly pointing out, oh, you've not done this. You've not done that. This is what you did wrong. That's what you did wrong. And they're constantly saying, you're not good enough. You should be ashamed of yourself. You are not, you are not good or you are not this. 
or you are not a, a good mother. That's a very, very popular one I come across. That person is keeping you in a place where you feel shame. They tell you you should be ashamed of yourself. It's keeping you in a place where you feel guilt. It's keeping you in a place where you feel fear, like, oh my goodness, what could go wrong? Am I actually, am I hurting my children? The worst thing you can say to a mother is you're hurting your children, especially when she's not doing it intentionally. She's taking care of the children and then you go, you are doing damage. And she's like, what, what am I doing? And she goes into confused mode. How many of you have felt that before? There might be some people who are just constantly throwing stones at you. And I have to say, I mean, some people will think, oh yeah, it, it will pass. <sighs> I wish I could tell you could pass, but um, you will have people throwing stones. You just need to kind of learn that some of the times when people throw stones at you, use those stones to build your castle. Yes. Use the stones that they throw at you to build your castle. That's one. The second thing is when they are putting all those things and holding them at you and perhaps shouting some profanities and nastiness to you, you can mute them. Yes, you can. Turn down the volume so they're not, you're, you're not hearing what they're saying. Have you ever had this, your, maybe your preteen or your teenage child? You tell them, so go clear your room, cut the lawn, um, go and wash the dishes and then have some ice cream. <laughs> Do you know, they forget, they don't hear that you told them to clear their rooms or um, mow the lawn or clean the dishes. Not, no, they don't hear all that, but they heard and take ice cream. Do you get what I mean? Sometimes we need to tap into that selective deafness, especially when you've got toxic people who are constantly telling you, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. Okay. Now, when you look at that kind of scenario, you want to ask, is this person aligned with who I am? If they are not aligned, let them go. Is this person aligned with who I want to be? If they are not aligned, let them go. Then can I give to this person without energy drain? If you, if it's a situation whereby by giving your attention to them. Now, this is not your just giving your energy. You're giving attention to them. You're giving your time to them. You're giving your energy to them and they're draining you. Let them go. Cut the cable. Cut the cord. Okay? Because you are so worthy of having your peace of mind of and peace of calmness of soul and tranquility. Seriously, you don't really have to you don't owe it to anyone to be at their beck and call. Nobody deserves that. The only person who deserves to be at the, for you to be at their beck and call is you. So give you that respect. Okay. Now you might be saying, okay, I love these questions and I'm going to put them in the show notes, but how, how do I know when I need an audit? This is very important. When do you need an audit? Only you can answer that question. Some people do audits very frequently. It's like weekly. Okay. I do some audits for some aspects of my life weekly. Some people do it monthly and others still do it quarterly. 
You know how you get to the end of the year and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to write out my intentions and my resolutions for the following year. Those are the people that do it annually. Now that is a very, very tricky one. Why? Because there's so much ground to cover. You forget so many things. So doing your audit annually can be really frustrating, overwhelming, and um, counterproductive. So very importantly, if, if you want to start doing your audit, please do it more frequently than annual. Okay. Even six monthly is still too far off. What I tend to suggest to people is pick one day in the week and just schedule in about 15 minutes, maybe 30, if you've got a bit more time. And what you're going to do is do your brief audits. So you're not doing a very detailed one. So it's almost like, okay, so. What are the things? What are the ideas? What are, who are the people? And then you kind of work through those three questions. Okay. And then when you're doing the monthly one, you can review what you have completed in the last four weeks or five weeks, depending on the month you were in, and then have a better idea in terms of your structuring. Okay. So these are things that you can do. And so you're not too, drained by everything being so much to remember, oh gosh, what was it like at the beginning of the month? Because you've been doing some little bits every week. Okay. Um, those are certain things that I think will definitely shift your energy, reduce the stress, let you flow freely because you are an awesome mom. You are a phenomenal mother. And the moment you start to recognize who you are as that super mom, who is not about the doing, but about the being, you start to feel the joy within yourself. I'm going to put a link in the description and I'd like to invite you to get a take of my book. Every mom is a super mom. So it's available on Amazon. If you want to get that, you know, hard copy, um, available to you. That is definitely somewhere you would like to go. I'll put the link and you can always get that. Now, if you want a soft copy and um, you also want to connect with me, I will also put the link for you to have a download and then you can have um, a look through electronically, connect with me. And of course we can get to know each other better. Okay. I hope this has been useful to you. I look forward to a situation whereby we can all come together and I can obviously hear your thoughts. So please go ahead, put um, your reviews in the section. Let's hear what was it that resonated with you listening to this episode? What action are you going to be taking today? And what, who would you be sharing this with? Okay. So I hope this is something you will take forward. I am Dr. Dini, the award-winning mom empowerment coach, family doctor, best-selling author, international speaker, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, I ask that you stay well. Thank you.